Hi, this is Tony Lloyd. Interviewing people for many years has made me realise that everyone has a life story to tell. Be they sad, amazing or even inspirational, I want to bring as many human stories to you as I can in this series of podcasts. Human Stories with Tony Lloyd. Sheila Skillman, welcome to Human Stories. Thank you for talking to me. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Good, good. Now, you're an author and yes. uh, you're about to publish your fourth book, um, which is great. Um, what I need to find out a little bit about you first um, before right. we go on to talk about your book. Um, can you tell me a bit about yourself? Uh, have you always been an author? Have you done something else? Do you do something else as well? Well, I've um, I've loved writing stories since I was a child. Um, I was a great reader when I was um, a young child, and I loved children's adventure stories. And dare I mention the name Enid Blyton? <laughs> so many authors refer to her. Mm. But yes, I used to love the famous five, that kind of thing. Mm. And I wanted to write. Started off just writing children's adventure stories, and um, okay. just I just loved writing stories. I illustrated them as well. And uh, yes, I've always had um, a dream of being a, a fantastic author. Okay. <laughs> and I read all the great classic novelists in my teens. And yes, always dreamed of being a novelist. Okay, so, so you, you've, you've <laughs> reached your dream. You've, you've achieved your dreams. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, you, you tell me. <laughs> so um, what were the first three books? Because this is the fourth one you're about to publish. What were the first three books called and what were they about? Were they storybooks for children? Uh, no, they were these were adult novels. Oh. The first one is a psychological thriller called uh, Mystical Circles, and the second one is a follow-up, um, um, which is called A Passionate Spirit, and that is really a sort of paranormal thriller. Mm. And then the third book I published was um, it was a short book called Perilous Path: A Writer's Journey, which is has. Um, emerged from various blog posts I've written all about the art of writing fiction and um, the writer's life. So it's a number of short chapters, which is meant to be encouraging sort of how-to chapters um, that inspire writers. Okay, sort of like a manual for, for yeah. writers. Oh, that's really <laughs> that's really useful, really useful. Yes. I've always <laughs> wanted to write a book, but I haven't got... Um, I've got too many stories to tell and not enough time to tell them. Ah. So uh, there you go. One day, one day perhaps. Um, so it, you mentioned the first two are about um, uh, paranormal and psychological thrillers. And is, is that a, a specialism of yours? Do you know anything about it or is it just a, a, a bit of fun that you had in writing those books? My goodness, they they emerged from my life experience and I think one of the things I'm most interested in is um, groups of people and dangerous group dynamics. And um, the first book, Mystical Circles, is based um, around um, my heroine, Juliet, receives the disturbing news that her, her sister, Zoe, has fallen in love with um, a man who appears to be a charismatic leader of a cult group based in the Cotswolds. Juliet is herself a freelance journalist and she obviously she's scared of what about what's happened to her sister, and she sets off to try and rescue her from this man who sounds totally unsuitable. Mm. But she is herself a freelance journalist, okay. <laughs> so her, her motives are a bit mixed. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to interview the members of the group while she's there and find out what's going on. So she gets drawn in. But um, yes, the, the group I, I took inspiration from 
everywhere, all sorts of groups of people I've been in, um, offices I've worked in, um, dinner parties, um, courses and conferences I've been on, um, everywhere that people gather together and their personalities interact um, have inspired me. So, and the same really for a passionate spirit. So it's a bit like, like going on a holiday and people watching, what we call people watching, where you sit there and you watch the world go by and you think, oh, I wonder, I wonder if those two are married. And Yes, like that. <laughs> that's right. You just listen. I've always been somebody who listens to conversations, mm. uh, particularly at parties, <laughs> and um, just enjoys the way people interact with each other and also the masks people wear and um, to the extent to which they're hiding what's going on inside. And one of the joys of being a novelist is that it's up to you to enter into the world of this character. Um, mm. So you can imagine you're inside them, you know what's going on inside them. Yeah. In reality, none of us do know <laughs> what's really going on inside no, somebody it's... else, but that is one of the joys of being a novelist. It's yes. fun to guess, isn't it? Yes, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> okay, um, so those, that's the first three books covered. Now, tell me all about um, your fourth novel. Is it a novel, a book that's about to no, come out? No, it's not a novel. It's a non-fiction book. Mm -hmm. It's called Paranormal Warwickshire. And um, it's an account of um, numerous places that I've been to in Warwickshire, which is where I live, um, which I've loved and places I've returned to again and again. And these are iconic places, places like Warwick Castle, Kenilworth Castle, the Royal Shakespeare Theatre in Stratford-upon-Avon, um, Stonely Abbey, um, various places, Baddersley Clinton, quite a few National Trust properties and an atmospheric ruined mansion in Warwick called Guy's Cliff House. Um, but alongside these places, I've also written about various everyday places in Nuneaton, um, Rugby and Leamington Spa. Um, and this book, originally, it, was, um, it started life as a series of blog posts about places of inspiration. And I wrote about them. I felt that some of these places have what I call spiritual resonance. And what I mean by that is you, you have a strong, there's a strong atmosphere in these places and you can pick up some kind of emotional um, emotional content of, um, of people and the lives that they've lived there. So I wrote this book and I wrote a draft and I proposed it. Um, I sent a proposal to Amberley, who are a history publisher, and they were interested, but they wanted it for their paranormal series. Mm. <laughs> so, so I then thought, well, there are, are a lot of ghost stories attached to a lot of these properties. So I was quite happy to do that. So, mm. so I went around all the properties again, all the places, listening to people's stories and um, incorporating them into my book. And also it's a highly illustrated book. There's a hundred illustrations. So I had to take lots of photographs as well. Mm, wow. Yes. And so you could say it's like a, a guide to the ghosts of Warwickshire. Yes. And, and also I've used the theme of Shakespeare, Shakespeare's Ghosts and Spirits which I thoroughly enjoyed doing. Mm. And um, so one of my locations is Holy Trinity Church, Stratford, which is known as Shakespeare's Church, and it's the place it has Shakespeare's um, grave there. Okay. And, um, and there's a lot of stories attached to it, which um, relate to um, certain stories in Shakespeare's plays. But, um, yes, he, he made strong use of ghosts and spirits. So I thought, ah, oh, this is Shakespeare's County, 
So I, I can use a few Shakespearean quotes uh, and I, I use one for every chapter and I'd, I've just chosen something that I think resonates with how I feel about the place. Mm. And um, it's amazing how I've found um, Shakespeare quotes because he covered practically everything. So Well, yeah. <laughs> it strikes well. me that um, you become an expert in, in uh, the paranormal, especially in Warwickshire. Do you get um, tourists coming to Warwickshire and seeking you out to give them advice? Well, not yet, <laughs> but maybe they will. Maybe. <laughs> but no, this is the kind of book, this is the book, kind of book that tourists pick up in, in bookshops, you know, the gift shops. And I'm that one of those people. Okay. <laughs> and I'll be travelling somewhere and I'll pick up, I'll find something like this in the local, in the, in the gift shop. Mm. But my only concern at the moment is, of course, because of the pandemic, um, not so many people will be out and about. Mm. And this is the kind of book that would um, appeal to people just sort of in the gift shop and then yeah. they're, they're yeah, sort of looking around and they, they alight upon it. Yeah. But um, anyway, I hope it'll do well anyway. Well, yes, <laughs> of course. Um, me too, yeah. Um, have you got any plans to write a fifth? Well, I'm, I'm hoping to write a book called um, Illustrated Tales of Warwickshire. And this would be a book about um, the folklore, folklore and strange stories and hoaxes and curious happenings and witchcraft, stories from the past and from the present. So, um, and I have done quite a bit of research for it mm. in the Warwickshire County um, archives. So wow. we'll see whether that materialises. Well, good luck with that. What would you say to somebody who's thinking about writing their own book? What advice would you give them? Um, well, depending, of course, on whether they want to write fiction or non-fiction, mm. but um, definitely the, way, the place to start is to do a lot of reading and to um, have a wide, um, wide reading habit, I think. But, um, but I think people end up, when they write novels, they end up writing the kind of novel that they wish, they wish was out there, that they love reading. So um, generally, the genre finds you rather than you find the genre. Mm. And um, I've, always, I've always loved reading, I mean, the great classic novels like Wuthering Heights and Jane Eyre and um, Daphne du Maurier, um, Rebecca, and um, stories like that. And, I, I sort of, and also Dostoevsky, Crime and Punishment. But when I've looked, considered the sort of books I most love reading, it's often psychological. They're psychological thrillers, or they have got a gothic element, a strong gothic, um, or psychological or paranormal element. So that's that's the sort of book I love to read. So I think you you do tend to end up writing hmm. in that kind of genre. Well, like, you next, try then you just have to have the courage to start and just to keep going. And I would recommend that a uh, novelist write the whole draft. They just draft the novel. And don't worry about going back to edit um, until they've written, they've got a whole draft, because it's so easy to get hung up on the first three chapters. And I've done that several times. And you, you can end up just thinking, I, I don't know what's happening with this, but I don't know where it's going and giving up on it. So that's why I think you should just <laughs> keep going. That's good advice. Yeah, that's interesting, fascinating. Yes. And... Um, would um you know not knowing anything about the publishing world and everything is it best to do it yourself or get a publisher or somebody to to help you um well i think the ideal is traditional publishing but that's just my personal opinion um a lot of 
because the the publishing world is so competitive these days and because publishers are so much motivated by the um, economic motive and some there are some who say they're run by accountants but um, they um, they're very much more wary of taking books on and they have to believe that they're going to sell very well indeed and um, and also it's quite difficult finding an agent. In fact, it's more difficult, they say, finding an agent than it is finding a publisher. And the irony is that in most cases, you do have to go through an agent. So that's why um, a significant number of authors now are choosing to become independent, um, indie uh, published authors and doing it themselves, which you can very well do. Um, I think just the challenge is always to, to keep your standards high and make sure you, you have your manuscript properly proofread and properly edited and that you, you do have to be prepared to pay out for a professional uh, cover designer because it's all so competitive these days. But, uh, uh, yeah, I suppose it's best to use... Do, some people do extremely well as independent authors and yeah. others don't, so it's all... Well, <laughs> I suppose it depends if you have those skills and that experience, isn't it, really? I mean... Yes. Um, it, it, it must be good in a lot of circumstances to use people's uh, expertise and then the end result is better. Yes, that's right. Okay. How long did it take you to write uh, this fourth book? It took me, probably, I've probably been doing this over about two and a, two and a half years, I suppose. Wow. I drafted out the whole thing and um, then sent it off to Amberley and um, after I'd signed the contract um, I went around all the properties again and um, did a lot of interviews recorded recorded people then I had to transcribe the interviews and then I had to pick out the highlights so there's quite a bit of work to do yeah following the, uh, signing the contract well tons of work so you need to have plenty of time on your hands really yes <laughs> Okay, fantastic. So um, it's been lovely to talk to you. Uh, all the best with the fourth book. Tell me what it is again. What's it called? Paranormal Warwickshire. Paranormal Warwickshire by uh, S.C. Skillman. Yes. Uh, so look at that. Is it available on Amazon and everywhere else? Yes, it will be. Yes, it it's available now on pre-order everywhere okay. online, okay. plus in all good bookshops. Of course. <laughs> Not the bad ones, only the good ones. <laughs> no bad ones, no. Sheila, thank you for your time and talking to me about uh, your new book. We'll wish you all the best. Thank you for talking to Human Stories. We, and we wish you all the best with uh, the publication. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Human Stories is a free podcast with no fees paid to contributors in the hope that they'll somehow inspire and help other people. Get in touch if you've got a story to tell. If you or your organisation would like a professional podcast series to get your message across, contact me to chat about the very reasonable costs involved. Human Stories with Tony Lloyd.